moving forward. There's one guy who we have talked about a few times as it pertains to longevity in the sport. And many people saw his ascension at welterweight. And now he is trying to do something for his own legacy. And that's moving up to 154. On July 30th at Barclays, are you going to this fight? Uh, I think I could, I think it snakes and take it. Yeah, you probably could. So July 30th, Danny Garcia, long awaited return, is fighting Jose Benavidez Jr., another long awaited return. <clears throat> Both guys have been fairly inactive. This is Danny's debut at 154. Do you like him at this weight? Um, listen, I gotta, I have to be honest. I don't, um, I don't because I didn't feel like his power translated to 147 pounds, the way that he was such a dominant puncher at 140 pounds. Mm -hmm. That being said, um, I do like how realistic Danny is about what he needs to be, uh, to be productive at the weight. He knows that he needs the strength and conditioning coach. He's acknowledged that when he's dropped down to 47 towards the back end of his, of his stint there, he's, he, you know, he says he, he's lost some noticeable power. I like that he knows that he needs the strength and conditioning coach and that he's banking on being faster than a lot of those guys. Then just thinking I'm going to go in flat footed and like I have in some of these other fights, I'm going to let my yes. left go and these guys are going to go away. So what, what I don't like is just based on the stature, right? Danny, what is five, eight. And a lot of the guys who are, you know, at the upper echelon of that weight class um, are well into the six or the six foot range. Yeah. They're footed. They're fast guys. You know, you got the, the towering Inferno out there. He's, I don't even know how tall this dude is seven foot. Like, <laughs> no. He's six, five. Right. So six, five, six, six, you know, I, I just, I think that the the height is definitely going to be an issue for him, but I think that there are those good, there are great matchups for Danny at 154 pounds. I think he's still going to be able to get some wins and potentially a title shot. So let's unpack a few things. Him going to 154, I feel like at 34 years old is only natural because his body has changed over so many years. Mm -hmm. So I do understand it. I have a little bit different of a perspective in that it seems only naturally that he would want to move up and wait because as we know, Hey, when you get older, you pack them on and it's harder and it's harder to let go of them and shred them. So I get it. Um, however, I do agree that the guys are obviously bigger at 154, And I think this is a good first test. Um, cause I, I like Benavidez jr. Most importantly, getting back to specifically the height, Danny is short. He's tiny and Benavidez is about six feet tall. So if we were to learn anything about Danny at 154, this would be it. Yeah. Um, and I can't really give a strong enough prediction. I don't think it goes as well as they want it to go, but I could easily be wrong. Um, there's a few different angles though, to this fight. The first is uh, both guys 
have their dad in their corner. <laughs> and as we have seen over the years, Angel Garcia, he knows how to give a quote. And I'm not necessarily saying that I always agree with it because I don't, but he will give you something every single time. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, Jose Benavidez Sr. Now, if you're thinking, by the way, real quick, a quick sidebar here. If you're thinking Benavidez sounds like a familiar name, it's because Jose Benavidez Jr. is the brother to David Benavidez. And David Benavidez, as we know, is one of the most avoidable fighters right now in all of boxing. Um, how do you think this plays out between these two? Both long layoffs. Danny moving up, first fight at 154. Benavidez hasn't fought, I believe, since the Bud fight, or maybe he's fought once after the Bud fight. Um, yeah, he's fought once after the Bud fight, but largely inactive. Uh, how do you see it playing out? Um, I think I think Danny's going to win this fight uh, via decision. You know, um, Benavidez didn't look good in his last fight, which was his debut at 154 pounds. He fought on his brother's undercard. He fought a... Um, Francisco Torres uh, was supposed to be a journeyman fighter that he was supposed to have a showcase, you know, outing to announce his, uh, I guess, his return to the fights, his return to the fight game since the bullet fight mm -hmm. um, on his brother's undercard. It was supposed to make him look good. He did not look good. As a matter of fact, the fight ended in a draw, but many people thought that Francisco Torres, again, a journeyman, bested Benavidez on the night um <clears throat> I do think that he's going to be a little bit more motivated obviously fighting a name like Danny Garcia uh him and Danny Garcia have been watching each other for a long time they paid each other tremendous respect throughout the lead up they did we thought we were fighting at 140 we thought we would fight at 47 here we get a chance to fight at 54 but I think that Danny is just the fresher of the two I think that um Danny is obviously the more skilled guy and um you know, Benavidez not being the biggest, strongest at the weight, I think that Danny will be able to get it done uh, in, you know, in a 12-round fight. I also want to not leave this out. I believe it was an interview with Fight Hype where Benavidez Jr., he had the fight against Torres since the Bud loss, but in that time, he said he also had a daughter. Mm -hmm. And as we know... Um, once you, uh, once you have kids, not that we have them, I'm sure respectively, they may be on the way at some point in time. However, that will change your life's perspective on many things. He took time off because of that, which we all completely understand. So his, his worldview is changing a little. I think it's interesting though, how you say one is fresher, even though he's older. Yeah, I think that's interesting because Danny's 34 and Benavidez Jr. is 30. So, look, we wait and see. Uh, Benavidez Jr. told Boxing Scene, this is Mexico versus Puerto Rico, uh, and both of us have something to prove. It's going to be a great fight for the fans. I feel strong, and I know I will end this one on fight night. I'm bigger and stronger than he is, and come July 30th, he will see the difference in power between us. Um, we'll wait and see. Uh, but we will certainly be covering it uh, continuously as well. One guy who, by the way, let me, let me go back to something very quickly that I just remembered. I believe Danny Garcia was offered Arislandi Lara. Yeah. 
That's true, right? I believe Laura was offered to both of the gentlemen and they both declined Laura to fight each other. Arislandi Lara, uh, a show favorite because his boxing skill is up there when it comes to this entire sport. Is this the stepping stone for Danny to then fight Lara? Hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, listen, Benavidez is a stepping stone. Don't get me wrong, but I hope it's not uh, to fight Arislandi Lara, even at his age, even 39. Uh, even at coming down from 160 pounds back to 54, I still think that he has enough skill to outbox Danny Garcia all night. I agree. He's, he's more adjusted to the weight. He's slick. He still has a lot of power, as we saw in his last fight. He knocked, knocked out Spike O'Sullivan. Mm -hmm. um, it was just sniping him all night. I think that's a tough, tough fight for Danny. Danny needs somebody who is, is going to be willing to stand, stand in front of him, you know? and uh, has, uh, you know, the willingness to test, test that left hook. If anybody wants to know how good Eris Lani Lara is, do you know what I'm going to say? Angulo. No. Well, yes, but no. What's that? Go back and watch the Canelo fight. Oh. Yeah. Go back and watch Lara Canelo. And we'll get to Canelo a little bit later. Canelo Triple G. However, some things do have to go right in your career in this sport. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. That fight, <laughs> took, that fight took place in July 2014. Man. So we're eight years away, eight years gone from it. And still, it burns my memory yeah. of what the judges concluded and what I believe I could speak for both of us, what we saw. Yes? Okay. We'll leave it at that. Hey, it's Rick. We just want to give a special thank you for supporting our show and our vision on the world of boxing. Don't be like Curtis Harper and show up without contributing, y'all. Drop us a follow. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Tell us how awesome and handsome we are. And let's build this great community from the ground up. We love you and appreciate you. See you next time.